Warning. This episode of Still Flying contains minor spoilers for Buffy, Angel, Dollhouse, and other TV shows. Listen with caution. The podcast you are listening to is part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinestudios.com. Here's how it is. The Earth got a shiny TV show named Firefly, and then it got taken off the air. Group of fans, they form the brown coats, but there's still some need teaching in the ways of the verse. So, I'm Malcolm Reynolds, this here's Serenity, and we're still flying. Thank you for calling, leave me a message, please tell me what day and what month and what year it is. Cause I'm not here, no baby, I'm not home. The lights are on for sure, but maybe the occupants have flown. I'll catch you later, love, uh oh, a goodbye. Got to fly, I got to fly. Well, welcome to Still Flying, the podcast where we go episode by episode through Firefly. And the cool thing is that this is Melanie's first time watching, and we are not quite sure where Harriet went off to, but hopefully she'll be back soon. So, welcome to us. Yay! (laughs) And this episode we're talking about Shindig. Yes. Yes. I loved Shindig. I think they might have converted me to a brown coat. I think I might, you know. <laughs> yeah. Ready to start. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I didn't love it before, but I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, written by Jane Espenson, which gives you part of the clue why you might have loved it. Yes, she's she's always been one of my favorite Buffy writers, so yeah. it was cool. I, I saw that. As soon as I saw that at the front, I got kind of giddy. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, do we just want to dig in? Or? Yeah, uh-huh. I think, okay. I think uh, the, I think the fun part of this is that it's a very female-centric episode. Uh-huh. I felt like it was a mixture, like, especially the ball mm-hmm. scene was a mixture of, like, you know, you put, like, uh, Little Women and uh, Jane Austen novels, which are right down my and like a little bit of Anna Green Gables, you mix all those for stuff that I mean I grew up with, so I love. Right. And you mix them all together, and you get and you get basically this episode. And I thought that was amazing, and mm-hmm. I love that. Um, the party scene with Kaylee and all the men um, reminded me so much of Little Women mm-hmm. with Meg goes to party. Yes, and um, the girls are all mean to her, but she gets the guy's attention, mm-hmm. which is funny. So yeah. Yeah, it does have that like reflection of of um, like a Jane Austen or somebody that just makes comments on society as a whole, you know, by bringing in different right. elements. Yeah, it was really cool. And I love uh, the guy that helps yeah. Kaylee out. I think he's great. Oh my gosh, he cracked me up. I was like, I hope we see him again. I love that man. He's <laughs> funny. I just insulted her and. Uh, yeah, it was really cute. And then how she just starts, how Kaylee just starts looking at him all giddy, mm-hmm. like a little schoolgirl, which is so adorable. Right. Um, it, it was fun to see girly, girly Kaylee, because I always like that about Kaylee, that she has a non-traditional job, like she, you know, a job that you wouldn't expect a woman to have, mm-hmm. but she's still very girly Yeah. with that. And I've always liked that, but you really got to see the girliness and... Um, and her door to her, uh, barracks is adorable with the little, little flowers. Right. And I, I don't know why I thought that was so cute. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they ever say this in the show, but I remember one of the commentaries they talked about. I don't know if you've noticed in the, the kitchen has like, um, vines painted on it. Mm. If you look, um, and they yeah. say that Kaylee, uh, Kaylee painted those in, in the gallery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it doesn't look, really look like Mal's taste. Right. I don't think he would, you know. <laughs> you just see Mal in that. there with a the brush. <laughs> Why are we painting these vines again? <laughs> I don't get it. And like he like giving some example, but they would all probably, I could see her getting Jane to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. And be like, why the heck? Yeah. Like, why am I doing this again? Uh-huh. Well, we have to make this more homey. Right. <laughs> some of my some of my favorite fanfic is exactly that, like Kaylee trying to get him to do Christmas or something like that, you know, <laughs> getting everybody involved, and they're all like, well, whatever. 
<laughs> but we're doing it because Kaylee yeah. told us. <laughs> no. Yeah, she's definitely um, the mom slash kid sister mm-hmm. dynamic going on. Kind of both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, she has which, a really. You know, it's a, she has a really interesting. Oh, she has a really interesting character quality because she's so innocent most of the time. Like mm-hmm. she acts very innocent, but then you know we saw her in the pilot, um, and you know she's got some smarts in her. Yeah, and, she really does. Um, you know when she's talking to see. when she's talking to Book and she gets him away from that. You know when she gets him to come with them. You know, oh, she's pretty clever. <laughs> <laughs> she's not. She's very fearless. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not afraid to, you know, to say anything. And even like, um, you know, I was laughing at the fact she was talking to those guys about engines mm-hmm. because I was thinking that maybe she would try to pretend to be something else because that's what she's supposed to be. Right. Um, I don't think too many of those women there hang out in engine rooms. Right. Just um, but no, she was completely secure with herself and is just going to tell him, you know, exactly. Yeah. And she's uh, a good contrast to the other characters, you know, cause you, you could see them being like false if they needed to be, you know, like, mm-hmm. okay, this is the, this is not the scene to talk about me and my passions. This is, we're going to pretend to be high society, you know, whatever. And Kaylee's just Kaylee. Right. Always kiss Kaylee. Yeah. <laughs> I get this impression like she really doesn't have it in her to lie, you know, mm-hmm. like it just doesn't even occur to her right. that she should um, maybe withhold things, you know, so you don't get in trouble. Right. But, you know, I don't think she's going to absolute, you know, outright lie. Um, and obviously, you know, I, I really I really like Kaylee. Mm-hmm. I think she's asleep. She's very different than really any of the other characters we've seen on... I mean, I really can't think of many characters like her at all. Maybe like a little Veronica Mars or something like that, which right. is kind of spunky. But mm-hmm. um, there's there, it's something that's in... It's something that's like missing, I think, from a lot of TV shows. To yeah. have this girl that kind of... She's very normal, but she's very, you know, well-rounded mm-hmm. and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the only character I uh, think I can equate her with is there's a, the thief on Leverage, who's a girl. But only because mm-hmm. they're both very genuine, like, they don't lie. And they kind of tell it like mm-hmm. it is. And um, the the girl on Leverage that I'm thinking of, she's she's a little more crafty. Because she's, like, one of those people who can get into anywhere and steal anything. And, right. But she's very, gen- like, yeah, I stole that. So what? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. That actually makes me want to watch it show. It's a good show. It's got Christian King. <laughs> yeah. Just oh, watch it. Just watch it. That. Yeah, just watch it to watch Christian King punch a bunch of people. Oh, wow. <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, that that just sold me right there. Mm-hmm. If I'd known that, I would have watched it all. <laughs> <laughs> it's really interesting because he plays that pretty gruff kind of, like the opposite of Lindsay. It's pretty funny. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Is he good? Mm-hmm. He's very good. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, but back to Shindig. I do yeah. love, I love the begin. my, one of my favorite parts of the whole series is the very beginning with, um, with <laughs> Zoe and, and Kaylee looking at the dresses and Zoe saying that, yeah. Zoe saying that it, she wants something with a bit more slink and yeah. wash, wash getting over hyperventilated. <laughs> Getting so excited. I like the living models that they had. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Um, All of their little, yeah. like, universe touches, I think, are really cool in this episode. Like, the floating chandelier. Because that just gives it the, oh, yeah, that's right, we're in the future. You know, that kind of... Right. Because it's hard to remember that sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, that they're in the future. But just because, you know, they live on, they're living on the land, basically. Right. Um very western the clothing is a very modern mm-hmm. but and every once in a while we get that asian flair like some of the dresses are very asian mm-hmm. looking yeah and and they they mix they have a mix of all different races and everything mm-hmm. you know and no one really looks at that and really sees that which right. seems very future where it wouldn't matter what you look like you know yeah um, that everybody's a mix of everything anyway so. yeah 
I wish they would do that more. They do this in Britain. They have blind color casting. So, you know, mm-hmm. even if we're doing a period piece in Shakespeare's London, you know, it's every color, every race can be part of really? it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So it threw me okay. for at first in Doctor Who, the new Doctor Who, because, you know, you, here you are in old Victorian England and there's African-American, well, British African right. citizen. <laughs> And you're like, well, he wouldn't really be doing that. But then I was like, you know, no, I like that because it shows that it doesn't matter that anybody can be anything when right. you're acting. So I yeah, wish, it is true. Mm-hmm. I wish they would do that well, a little more. Think, yeah, I think Americans are just so, American television is so, I don't know, look, you know, what you look like, whether or not you can fit. And you could always ride around and make somebody fit, right. you know, right. and make it look, make sense. Right. Um, you know, I thought that was always, that was interesting mm-hmm. that they just have everything. And, um, I like the, the ball scene is what really, I thought it was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I love dresses. So I was all yeah. looking at everybody's clothes and I love the Nara's. Yes. Dress. So Anara's dress is actually Shauna Triptych's, uh, the costume designer's wedding dress she modified it into that dress wow yeah gorgeous wedding mm-hmm very very simple but very beautiful at the same time yeah interesting well that's a way to save money oh yeah um. <laughs> at that point they were trying <laughs> <laughs> right anything god mm-hmm. <laughs> if you can't make it by hand which right. is i assume is probably what they did with kayleigh's mm-hmm. um I don't think they picked that up at the store. No. Um, just a hunch. Yeah. But, um, that layer I like dress. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I'd like to know more about the slavery aspect of it. Mm. Uh, who these slaves are. Because they obviously they have slaves. Right. Um, but we don't really know who they are or what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, are these just, you know... I wonder if there are other people, like, left on the wrong side of the war. Like, mm. like Mao. Mm. Um yeah. But it's, you know, people that refuse to conform. Right. Because obviously it's not a race thing or it's not a class thing, really, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but I guess it could be a class thing, but not a... Yeah, it might, be, know, it it might like, be just a money thing, you know. Yeah, right. That you have, you don't have a choice, you have to eat. Right. So... Yeah, it could be like indentured servants rather than That's slaves. True. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I thought that was interesting. And, and, uh, was, oh, I remember yeah. when they were talking about, you know, you, you should look after your girl. I was just thinking, wait, what? We we have slavery in this world? <laughs> <laughs> but that um, that line was almost exactly from Little Women. Mm-hmm. Um, when she, because the girl told Meg that she needed to see to her slave girl. Right. Because they, they, they made it too plain. Her dress looked cheap or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I, I thought Kaylee was just like, so like, what are you talking about? Like, like so offended, like, you know, to her, the best thing in the world is to be able to buy a dress right. at a store. Right. And to them, it's like that, you know, that's a low society that buys dresses at right. stores. Um, yeah, I think, I think that the acting in that scene was great because you can just see it on her face. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. And then when it hits her, she's just like crushed. Yeah, like, I can't believe you just said that. And mm-hmm. I love it how that guy must have been, like, watching her from afar mm-hmm. and, like, came in and knew exactly what to say. Yeah, too. yeah. Um, I, think, I, like the, I think he he appreciated her genuineness, you know. She was, you know, yeah. she was excited. She loved being there. And they right. were just, you know, being snotty brats. <laughs> well, and also, obviously, these people all know each other, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, this girl somehow managed to get it he probably didn't know but somehow managed to get an invitation right to this Mm -hmm. so she doesn't know anybody she's lost to begin with right she's immediately a target then you know um and i thought that was really yeah but i think he probably did i thought it was really cool to see these levels of society to see the um they're they're all on the same level but you know there's the people that have let it get to their heads like Mm -hmm. atherton Mm -hmm. and um the busy bodies at the the shindig but right. um 
there's also, you know, people that are willing to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this is a lot about yeah. levels because we have Badger showing up again and his, oh my God, <laughs> his idea of his level. <laughs> right. <laughs> that he's the lowest of the low. <laughs> right. But he's, you know, he's top dog and he can do what he, you know, he make people do what they want, what he wants. Right. Right. Like he's not low enough to, I like how he says Val could somehow manage to get in. Mm-hmm. Really? Why? <laughs> but I was like, well, I'm wondering how, and I thought it was funny that they, they didn't even want to put his name up there. They just put Kaylee's like that would, right. like her name would make more, make more sense to them that she would be there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah. What do you think of, what do you think of her name? Kay Winnett. Kay Winnett. Oh. <laughs> He went at Lee Fry. Poor girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor girl. I'm sorry. That's a terrible name. Um, <laughs> it's a very it's a very country name though. I thought that that was cool. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. You could honestly see, and she looked like a very country girl. Um, yeah. with her dress and kind of the uh, old South type of feel. Right. You know? mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, and I. Badger is interesting. Um, I like him a little better now mm. than I did in the pilot. Um, I don't know why. Because uh, he was just less annoying, I guess. I don't know. But he was less he less annoying to, the, you know, he's going to actually pay them this time, I think. So. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw him as a scumbag. Mm. Was it the pilot or was it the second? episode i don't know it was the pilot he's in the pilot yeah and he was just you know it was a and i was like ugh, useless and i figured i'd never see him again Mm. so i was like ugh, well i can just write you off but um (laughs) but no and his accent was less annoying in this episode Mm -hmm. i don't know why maybe i'm just used to it you know and i i absolutely love when river comes in and talks to him oh he was so funny Oh my gosh, with that accent and that. <laughs> oh, and talking. And I love it at the end where he's like, it's nice to see somebody from my. Not really. Right. You know, right. Like, like, come on, dude. <laughs> you know, like, I like it how you saw that she's not as insane as what people think. Right. You know, uh, we saw a little bit of that in the last episode, but you saw it more, you know. Mm-hmm. She definitely has moments of lucidity and. She knows what's going on. Right. And she knows enough to to mimic his accent, like, in the fly. Mm -hmm. And she can do that. I wonder if that's something with the intelligence or she's just talented. I don't Mm. know. But she was able to, without even thinking. Yeah. You know? And I'm glad that um, the other people got to witness it Mm -hmm. because... um, I think that that can show that she does have some skills. She can be of some use to you guys, you right. know, um, which even Jane said, that's the kind of distraction we've been needing. Right. You know, like bring her out more often. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I think it's, I think it's just funny because I kept waiting the first time I watched, it, I kept waiting for them to like hatch their plan. And right. I was like, oh, you know, this is the classic sci-fi. The crew rescues the captain, you know, and everything will be fine. And <laughs> it took them all night. And then, you know, Mal comes home and they're like, oh, it was a good, good. plan. And then we never did fight yeah. Right. Well, we found out, but not very, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a decent plan. <laughs> I, You know what's funny, though, is I never even imagined them coming in and helping. Mm. I don't know. I imagined it having, I was like, how is Anara going to get him out of this? That's the whole thing I kept thinking. Right. Was Anara's not getting gonna... out of this. Yeah. And I was like, oh. But, you know, it's like, well, maybe if she just comes in and says, you know, I don't want you, Atherton, and spits on them or something. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that'd be enough. <laughs> but, um, no, I just always saw it as, for some reason, I just always felt like this was about the the female power I just mm. really got that in this episode and that it was going to be a daughter or something that was going to save day and she really did and she didn't you know yeah. she helped him obviously mm-hmm. um but uh you know 
definitely made her mark by wa- leaving. Um, right. But, uh, no, well, I guess we should talk about Inara and Mal a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Um, uh, I hate Atherton. <laughs> I get a scarcity that they kept him alive because I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to get a succeed this guy again. <laughs> but, um, but he was such a jerk. And, like, I don't know, the whole... When he, like, you know what really bothered me, like, more so than any of the words he did was when he was grabbing her arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, it looked so painful mm-hmm. to a certain extent. And she just was like, you know, like, I, you know, and you got this impression that, you know, the war Val talked, the war he gripped in. Right. You know, it was like, oh, it was really, really bothering me. And um, I liked... Now, did he know that that was her captain? I guess so. I don't know if he did or not. Because she goes off on her shuttle by herself, so... Yeah. I think he just saw her him as, you know, somebody that was having this intimate conversation with his companion. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. But, um... But, you know, you, you have this whole idea where... It's interesting how he said that women in her position don't usually blush. And it's like Inara, it's odd because Inara does see her that way, but she doesn't at the same time, mm-hmm. you know? Like, she knows she's a companion, right. but at the same time, I think she feels like, you know, she's just like, in a way, like she's their girlfriend for a night. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. she sees her job completely differently, and he was just seeing her as a you know, a higher class prostitute, I guess. Right. Um, which is something we haven't really seen in this world. Like, they're all, you know, the companions are women that they, you know, pay to take out. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But they don't. Um, and, and I know that there's more involved with it, but I think um, I think that's how Anara sees it. And when, she's, when he first was asking her, mm-hmm. you know, to stay, I think she was thinking, oh, is he asking me to marry him or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then... Um, Oh, to be my, you know, personal companion or something. Right. Like, ugh, he wants to spend time with you every day. <laughs> and not, like, I don't know. Like, ugh, you're a real charmer. Good. Yeah, the whole, take a the, the whole... The whole... Compa- the first cut <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the, Sorry. To no, know. it's okay. The, the whole companion thing is fascinating to me because, especially yeah. this episode, we learn a lot mm-hmm. more about just how much in control the women are, where as prostitutes now, you know, they don't have a lot of power. Um, but just like, you know, I, we get to decide. We put a black mark and no companion in the guild will be with you, you know. <laughs> right, right. And that there's like a, yeah, and there's a, um, you know, like a database and mm-hmm. no girl is going to want to touch you again, mm-hmm. you know. Um. I thought that was really interesting, the power that they had. Did you think that she was, at the end she says, I wasn't going to stay. Do you think she was lying at that, or do you think she really wasn't going to stay? I I think she wasn't going to stay. I think she, you know, she often feels like she has to, I think whenever Mal prods her and pokes at her, she ha- feels like she has to be contrary, just to be in power. Mm-hmm. So I think she just was just leading him on, just to right. see what his reaction would be. Yeah, that's true. I don't think it came with the right reaction that she wanted. A right. little bit too, too forceful. Right. He's not even going to refuse to leave. You know. <laughs> right. Um, but I think she. I think but, both of them are waiting for the other person to admit that they like each other. Like. Mm-hmm. So they're 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 goading each other to the point of arguing <laughs> right so, no just well, say I'm beginning to think, <laughs> think it'll never happen now mm. they're just gonna be dancing around the issue you know like um and just maybe in the movie maybe that'll be the end <laughs> but I'm like oh they're gonna dance they're gonna play a dance forever mm. you know and not you know ever but it leads it leads to something. some <laughs> it leads to some very interesting conversations. <laughs> it really does. So it was great, and um, it was 
the whole sword fighting thing was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm like, is this just in Persephone? Is this role is applied, or is this something with society? Like, who right. made up this role? Right. <laughs> I'm like, huh. Okay. Well, it's really interesting because Persephone, from what we've seen in the pilot in this one, it seems to be like one of those cities that is like half Alliance and half Outer World. It's like Mm, half like Alliance territory. You know, you have all these rich people and these balls. And but then on the other hand, you have the docks that we saw and Badger ruling them and, you know, that kind of thing. So it's like, well, (laughs) it's kind of discongruous. Like, so, yeah. So is dueling something that they do on the core planets which is where the alliance is strongest and you know is that something they just picked up from olden times (laughs) right because obviously it was a it wasn't something he was just making up on the fly right because they're obviously people that weren't even involved directly um knew about it Mm mm-hmm well, and the guy knew the, you know, like, I'll be your second, and he knew all the rules, and the right, older guy. Right, right. Mm-hmm. The Lord. Yeah. What was the same Lord? Uh, I don't remember. But, um, he was nice, too. I liked him. Mm-hmm. He had a good line at the end where he was like, um... Now you're going to have to win. Oh, I probably have taken your eye out. <laughs> Harrow. Harrow is his name. <laughs> Harrow. Okay. Harrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was... The duel was silly. I don't know. It looked silly. But it looked painful when he like <laughs> Go. Look realistic. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a company out here in L.A. that, that teaches people how to, how to sword fight. And they helped... Um, mm. They helped Nathan and the actor played Atherton. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Well, that's a lot for like a guest actor to have to like um, learn how to sword fight. Right. Or <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, you have to learn how to sword fight. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think it'd be fun though that too. Almost... Then you can add it to your yeah. resume. I also know how to sword fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is true. Very true. Um, it almost seems like one of those they would have tried to get somebody to already knew how to do it. Right. Um, but maybe not. <laughs> I also, this is such a great episode for Wash and Zoe because before Badger comes, before Badger comes, they're in their, their bunk, and I think that's so cute. Oh, uh, we get to see their chemistry together, and these actors have amazing chemistry, mm-hmm. um, and they're just so adorable. Like, uh, you know, when she was saying that um, Jane was going to come in and slitter it, her throat and right. take over to Chef. Right. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I kind of like the idea of reading your eulogy. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, composes <laughs> it and smacks her butt. And, <laughs> <laughs> and just the whole how excited they are that they're going to possibly get a few days mm-hmm. off and spend some time together and have date time. Because, you know, I get the impression that you know, they don't really have much time for that ever. Um, they're, you know, what are they going to do? Have a date night at the, you know, in their barrack? I guess that's what they do. But mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's nice the idea to get out and right. and see and how they kind of consider Persephone a home. You yeah. Know. It's not. I'd like to see if she ever... I wanted to just get Zoe to get a dress, though. I thought that would be nice. Right. See the slinky dress. <laughs> yeah. <maybe. laughs> that would be cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I also liked, speaking of the little touches, I liked the very beginning when we saw the holographic pool table. Like, it blinks out. Yeah. That was cool. Just, like, those little that things. Cool. Like, when they, in the train job, when they have that fight and they go through the window and it it's a hologram. I thought that was oh, and mm-hmm. the door, the door opening at the ca- and the um, castle or um, right. Atherton's home, right. yeah, mm-hmm. was really awesome. How you know it doesn't have a door, right. it doesn't have a doorknob. You create the doorknob, right? Uh, or portable doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, that's like, that's 
something. Why doesn't somebody create that? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about the cargo reveal at the end there? What the guy wanted transported. Oh. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> um. I was not expecting a ship full of cows. <laughs> no, me either. I was like, why? Why would he need to be transferring this discreetly? Well, I want to know. Yeah. Like, what roles do they have at the alliance that would <laughs> prevent them from exporting? It just—it just goes to show you, though. Like, their their goods. You know, we saw in the in the pilot the goods that we thought were like gold bars were food, and mm-hmm. you know this precious cargo. You know that everybody's being highly secretive about, and Badger he won't let Badger touch by himself was cows. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it almost seems like um, you can only have so much of something, you know, almost communist in a way, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah. I don't know if that's what they're trying to go for, but it's really weird Yeah. Um, how everything, it's these type of things where they really need them, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's interesting that the precious cargo was cows, I was like, really? That must be annoying to have on a ship, though. Could you imagine? Right. The cleanup job on yes. that. Ugh. Especially in space. Like, what do you do? Like, I know. You just, like, open it out and throw it out? <laughs> <laughs> you, like, like gather you it all up and put it through the, the toilet system? The yeah. Yeah, like, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Uh, it almost seems like had they known what it was, they might have reconsidered that. Right. <laughs> Maybe we could look for another job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, I... It was... Hmm, trying to think of... Oh, um... I just wanted to talk about River and her going a little crazy there in the mm. um, the kitchen area. Right. Because I, I was like, what is, like, why would, it's amazing what sets her off. It's right. It's so interesting. And I don't know, I was like, why would canned goods set you off? I was like, you know, and food and I don't know. I'm like, what? I really want to know what happened to her. Right. Um, so. And that's such a haunting line where they say they took Christmas away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, was it, did they tell her, you know, we can't celebrate Christmas this year? You were bad? Like, I don't. And how long was she at the Academy? Do we know that? I don't think they've said. I mean, we know that it took it took him a long time to find her, but yeah, I don't think he said exactly how long. Because if she went when she was a child, it's possible that these people have raised her since very young age. And mm-hmm. that they obviously did something to her. I'm really, oh, I don't know. Yeah. And and I guess it, it depends on who is the they. Was it the academy? Was it the the reavers? With who mm. who took her Christmas away? You know. Right. Um, I don't think it was her parents because I think Simon would have known what she was talking about. Right. Possibly. Right. Um, but yeah, and right before that scene, I like the game that they're playing and that they're playing for chores. <laughs> I think that was fun. yeah for chores mm-hmm. and um. That, I was like, yeah, what else would they have? They have their money. And I was right. like, you either play for fun or you play for chores. And mm-hmm. I liked uh, how Book was like, I could deal with a lot less dishes in my life. Right, you know, right. I thought, yeah, I thought it was, it was just a really simple scene, but it was, you know, just setting up a little bit more about River and what sets her off. And, mm-hmm. um, well, how it, how she's just going along normally and then snaps. Immediately, mm-hmm. right. It's like something either reminds her or something, or it, I don't know what, if it's not even a trigger, maybe it just happens sometimes, mm. you know? Right. Like, um. Like an episode. Or maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. Or she saw a, like, not enough food or, I don't know, or something that they used to feed her. I, mm-hmm. 
so weird. Um, but yeah, I liked how they were like, we'll have some mystery meals. Yeah, book is so. super sweet. <laughs> he's just yeah. He's such a diplomat in those situations. It's a, you know, it's gonna be okay. It's all fine. He has a big heart, you can tell. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, he's such a calming influence too. In mm-hmm. a lot of ways, like um, like a calming male influence because all the other guys aren't mostly are not very calm. Mm. Um, but you have like, you know, Anar and him who are really the, the calming. Mm-hmm. I think influence on the ship in right. a lot of ways. Right. I like that. Um, not very much Simon in this episode. Yeah, um, I thought it was. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, go for it. Oh, I thought it was really um, interesting for them to. I liked it how um, that reveal with Badger taking Kaylee hostage. Mm. Um, I that complete. I don't know why that completely shocked me, but it did. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm like, of course they took Kaylee, right. but I was like, why were any of them asking where Kaylee was? Right. Like <laughs> that's what I thought. Well. Okay, Mal's been held hostage, but where's Kaylee? Like, I was like, why isn't this being asked? That would be my first question. Right. But, uh, but then obviously, I guess that makes sense because obviously they would have seen Kaylee at that point. Right. So, except yeah. it was Jane on the, the top, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. No, it was a good, it was a really good episode. Um, I want to know where Mal learned how to dance. This is, these are the <laughs> things I want. Right. The mystery, like, oh, I know this. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Like, is this from your, your stint with high society? Right, <laughs> right. Or was that just that it was a common dance that, you know, everyone's taught in school or well, something? Wasn't like Anara that? surprised that he could dance? I can't remember. Yeah, she was. Yeah. So it must um, not be super common. True. So I don't know. I mean, I guess we don't know what his upbringing is, but he doesn't seem like he was ever wealthy in any way. Right. Um, but it is possible that, you know, he went to a, a school that, a private school or something is taught. <laughs> but um, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, or he just picked it up the long way. Oh. There's my fanfic. I want that. I want to know <laughs> how, how to learn to dance. <laughs> that these are the mysteries that I want to know. Right. No. Um, and I like the chandelier, the floating chandelier. That was awesome. Um, because you forget things like that mm-hmm. uh, that they don't, and and the how excited she is to see strawberries and mangoes mm-hmm. and just cheese and normal normal food right. you know it's such a delicacy to her well that was um, such a that was such a nice callback to the the pilot when she gets the strawberry and just how yeah, much she rel- but, yeah. relishes it and you think oh that's right because you live on a spaceship you can't have fresh food <laughs> right right and like that, yeah, when, you know, the strawberry was the best, the best thing book could have brought, mm-hmm. you know, was right. um, to barter with is the strawberry. Yeah. Um, really powerful. Well, I think we're ready for some quotes, and there's a billion of them in this episode. There really were. I started, like, writing a whole bunch, and then I was like, I have to narrow these down. Um, <laughs> Um, I'm, do you want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. Um, I'm going to go with the quote at the beginning of the episode. Um, and this is between Wash and Mal. Um, and it's, I'm going down quick, likely to crash and kill us all. Well, if that happens, let me know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if it happens, let me know. <laughs> no, yeah. You know, only if you think it's going to happen right. or only if it does happen. Right. <laughs> um, I thought that was sweet. And um, I like Kaylee's line when she saw the pretty dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, just 
just her, how excited she was. She was like, oh, look at the pretties. I just thought that was so cute. And she delivered that line. Yeah, so pretty. look and, at the pretties. Yeah, mm-hmm. look at the pretties. I like that. Look at all the pretties. <laughs> My favorite is from that same scene. It's, if I'm going to wear a dress, I want some with some slink. You want a slinky dress? Can I buy you a slinky dress? Captain, can I have money for a slinky dress? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Jane goes, I'll chip in. And Zoe says, I can hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. That was funny. I still I still hope that we get to see her in a dress. Mm. That's my goal. Yeah. Because she, she has such a beautiful hourglass figure. You she know? does. She, she does. Gina Torres yeah. is a beautiful woman. She really is. Um, Have you ever been with a warrior woman? (laughs) 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 I had to bring up the last episode because it's just, it's still funny. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. And I also like Wash saying, what am I looking at? The girls or the clothes? And Jane says, the girls. And Zoe says, the clothes, please. (laughs) Please. Yeah. I like the whole please. Yeah. Mm. Do not look at them. <laughs> oh, I also like um, Kaylee. Is that him? That's the buffet table. How do we know unless we question it? <laughs> right. I thought it was Dorva, and then he just kind of rolls sides like, okay, well. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure what did they think they were going to do. Like, how did they think they were going to casually strike? I guess he did casually strike up a conversation with a guy, but, right. you know. Well, he he casually struck up one with with Kaylee, so. (laughs) Right, right, you're right. Mm -hmm. That's what I was thinking, that um, somehow, like, Kaylee was going to get all the answers, Mm -hmm. you know, and just come up to him and say, so, yeah, I got the deal, like. Right. And that's what I was really expecting. (laughs) Um, Didn't turn out that way. Right. (laughs) I also like uh, Harrow saying that he knew Badger and he thinks he's a psychotic lowlife. And Miles says, I think calling him that is an insult to the psychotic lowlife community. (laughs) I tend to agree. But that's Mark Shepard, the little black dress of the sci-fi community. He's been on every show that I've seen recently. Really? Yeah. Hmm. He's been in Warehouse 13 and Supernatural. He's great in Supernatural. Oh, my gosh. What season is he in? He's in season six and seven of Supernatural. Oh, okay. Okay. I haven't gotten that far. So. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, a bunch of others that I know. He's been in, like, an episode of White Collar. And... I know I've seen him on something, and it was really bothering me this time. Like, something recent. And I'm like, why? What were you in? It was really bothering me, but What's he's I'll figure it out eventually. Hmm? He's, he shows, well, I can't tell you that. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> ESG. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I'm only on the middle of season two. Okay. So. Um, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not sure when he shows up. Okay. I, I don't think it was BSG. Um, really the only big person that is new that mm. we've seen so far is Deanna. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, that he's... Was just the last I think if you IMDb him um, after you finish both shows... It's Mark Shepard. <laughs> it's Mark Shepard, yeah. and I think he's been in... The Jillian... I mean, it, it. we kept going, oh, look, it's Mark Shepard. Oh, look, it's Mark Shepard. <laughs> well, his name even sounds familiar. Like... I, I think know. there's another actor named, but he's been in X Files, been in CSI, he's been in Leverage, he's mm. been in um, Prime Suspect, he's been in. So Doctor looking for Who. the one that's been in everything. <laughs> Have you seen all of Doctor Maybe Who? Maybe that's where he was. Yeah. Maybe that's where it was. He Doctor was in. Who. He was in Eleven's, The Day of the Moon and The Impossible Astronaut. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be it. He's in Chuck. Because I was watching. Yeah. He was in Dollhouse. I was watching you. Well, that might be it, too. That could be it. He's the other agent that works with um, Paul Ballard. You're right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. The one that's only in, like, one or two episodes. Yeah. I think three altogether. Uh Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, that now I'm trying to see. Like maybe it was Doctor Who because I I was watching the Impossible Astronaut jump too long ago. Again. Yeah, so. yeah, he's the the agent they pick up. <laughs> oh, okay. Because yeah, is that his real accent? I know I asked you this before. No, um, no, it's not. But he is. Okay. I think he is from England. Oh yeah, he is. Mm. It is. He was born in London, so it is. Mm. I've just I've heard okay. him do both so much that I'm, I get confused. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jamie Bamber, right? Here is Norway. Well, I had seen Jamie Bamber in something before he did like a British mm. show. Um, I think it was Law and Order UK. He's in, uh, so I oh, knew. Really? Mm-hmm. It's just like yeah, Hugh Laurie, was... everybody gets conf- like confused that he's British. I'm like, but I watched Jeeves and Wooster and Fry and Laurie first, so I get confused when he's speaking in an American accent. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, um... Who was it? Well, what was like, um... When James Callis was doing a American accent on, um... Eureka, it was really mm. bugging me the whole time. I'm like, stop it! It's terrible! <laughs> Go back! That's funny. I want you to talk like James Callis. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, America, the only place where we make people speak in a different accent. In an accent? Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Um, I was watching, um, oh, have you ever seen The 11th Precinct? This is off topic, mm-hmm. but yeah. did you ever see that? Yeah, I was watching it um, the other day, and it was really funny that they were, um, they let James Callis keep his accent, but they made Jamie Bamber. <laughs> Talk to American. <laughs> yeah, like, that's funny. Maybe they didn't like his <laughs> his American accent. They're like, no, 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 it's okay. That's enough. It might be too hard for him. He might, you know, have to really struggle to do it. Or something. you know, who does really well yeah. is uh, Captain Jack, uh, John Berriman. He, I watched him at the Nerdist Live panel, and he did from from the British accent. British to English, like in the same sentence. And I oh was wow. Like, wow. But that's because he... Well, he's lived both places, Yeah, right? he's lived like, both places. For a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think his normal talking... It, it's an American accent, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, usually. I don't know. Yeah, usually he speaks... His normal voice is in American. American. Mm-hmm. Because he, li- he grew yeah. up most of his life in America, but now he's lived in England more. Forever, mm-hmm. right? He's got, he's got dual citizenship. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, but good episode of help. Firefly. <laughs> 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 uh, um, especially Kaylee and Inara and Mal, I thought were just highlights of the episode. It was really cool, and it was just nice to see like the three of them like kind of interacting together, mm-hmm. um, and just obviously Inara and Mal, and I just. Like the whole, I mean, it's such a girly episode. I wonder how Ben take this episode, but um, but it was so sweet. I loved that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Really. I think men really enjoy him stabbing Atherton at the end. Well, don't anybody enjoy him stabbing? <laughs> well, I meant I think that that's what redeems it for the men. Like it's not just for a love men, story. Yeah. It's just like okay, I'm a good man. So, I'm all right. Five minutes on. Don't forget the five minutes Kaylee, you know, focuses on her dress. For. Right, right. <laughs> well, guys like Kaylee, oh. so I think they're fine with that. <laughs> they do. They do. My boyfriend thinks she's adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, as he kept telling me, she's so cute. She's so cute. Like, now you have to go hey. back and watch the episode of Dead Like Me she's in and go, WTF, how is that the same person? I know. I remember that. <laughs> I remember her. Yes. I I remember like seeing that on IMDb and mm-hmm. like um like wait she was on oh she was that goth chick yes Ooh. yes <laughs> and then you're like what <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> it was yeah I was like whoa who gets it on with Mason That's... in the closet <laughs> Spar- spoiler for dead like me <laughs> <laughs> well I've seen it <laughs> right right. But, um, no, Mason. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we'll be back next time. And this time, we're going to be watching my favorite episode, Safe. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
safe. Are they going to be safe? No, everybody, everybody dies. <laughs> wow. wow. So the ghost for the rest of the season. Right, for the rest of the season. <laughs> That's awesome. It's just, That's a, sh- it's just a bunch of episodes with a ship going floating <laughs> through space. Gee, and to think it didn't last. Um, <laughs> like, that was a show that killed people off episode four, right? Yeah. Could you imagine? It's like one one episode. The alliance are like going. Is there anything left? No, there's nothing left. Okay, that's the whole episode. That <laughs> was like at the Hunger Games. This person, spoiler for the Hunger Games, I guess. But um, this guy in front of me like shouts halfway through to see the thing. How the hell is Candace gonna end up alive after it? She's gonna die. She <laughs> either, I guess. And she's a ghost for the next two bucks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, funny. Come on. Yeah, that was at a midnight premiere. I hate how people who don't have any clue. Right. Go midnight premieres. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Don't. No, you're no, not allowed. She dies, and it's all about PETA from then on. <laughs> <laughs> I could deal with that. <laughs> different. It would be a completely different book if she died. I guess the only other thing I could think of is like you follow another group mm. the next year. But I was like, what is he thinking? Like I'm like right. looking at this guy. Like, are you insane? No. <laughs> we built up this heroine and then we killed her off. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, oh my god. And next Everyone... time, her sister has to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know how she uh, saved her sister well? It didn't work. (laughs) It only delayed the inevitable. (laughs) All right, well, good episode, and we'll be back next time. Still Flying is a part of QuadruplesZ.com and the Between the Lines Studios Network. Our theme song is Gotta Fly by Marion Call. Make sure to check out her music by visiting MarionCall.com. This podcast is produced under a Creative Commons license. If you like what you heard, please consider dropping a donation at our website, QuadruplesZ.com, or visiting one of our ad sponsors. Send your own reactions or comments on an upcoming episode to Between the Lines Studios at gmail.com. Join us next time when our experienced crew discusses this same episode and their reactions to our newbies podcast. Gonna ditch the sad cynic saying we're all the same, saying we got no really real adventures left to our names, and no love, and no truth, and no spark, and no mystery, but I gotta take it off this rock and I'm history. Grr. Gah. Yay, me.